Greetings and salutations Whee! to our fine podcast audience. Whee! Welcome to episode 150. Well, we made it. We did. <laughs> we did. Yay! And we're so excited. Over the prep this, this is our, oh, This is all the sound effects. <laughs> it just had a stroke on the podcast. <laughs> I couldn't take 150. The production value is so high. <laughs> it is. All the great stuff. So here we are. We're at we'll episode 150. And uh, I, I brought my little celebration to the fellas. Um, because Sydney uh, didn't get it to us. Yeah, not in time. Okay. She, she didn't make the deadline. And nope. we're so sad. But um, So basically, here's the story of our uh, 150 celebration. Uh, I had lunch at Chick-fil-A today. Ah. And uh, as you can see, I got my, got my, my drink here. Mm -hmm. And I, while, I was, while I was there, I thought to myself, we're about to go film the 150th. I should buy the Let's fellas something. Nah, chicken didn't do it okay. for me. I thought it didn't scream celebration. I thought brownies. Mm. So, I, so I ordered three brownies uh, from the Chick-fil-A where I was. And my wife happened to be with me. So as you can see, my brownie has been cut in half. Yeah, I noticed that. Did you see that? I did. So I only get half a brownie because I had lunch with my wife who won't, who could not just stand by and let me have my whole brownie. She, brownie I bet she doesn't even listen to the podcast. I told her that when we were talking about it. She said, can I just cut that in half and eat half of it? And I said, you know, I'm going to make fun of you on the podcast. And I said, but it won't matter because you won't even you listen. You won't ever know. She'll so never know. She'll never know that I made fun of her. Some of y'all that know Helga, tell her how wrong that was. It was wrong. You know? How could I have been married to this woman for 25 years? All right. Charlie, do you want some? You want some, Charlie? You know I didn't buy anything for Charlie because I'm, I'm just Charlie not a good host. Charlie was, maybe is still a Chick-fil-A former, employee. Former, former Chick-fil-A employee. And just so you know, he now will not eat their brownies. Hey. No, that's not true. When you that's had it true. so he would, he would eat it. He had something earlier. He that's said. a fine brownie. He had ice cream earlier. From, from Chick-fil-A. That brownie feels like it's been blessed by Jesus. Because <laughs> everything at Chick-fil-A is blessed, right? Isn't that what we know? I think so. I don't know about that. Regular. I don't know, <laughs> right. I don't know about that. Fine brownies from the Chick-fil-A. So, so I don't know what are. you're complaining about Helga for. You didn't even eat it all. I'm, 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 I'm making it last. Oh, okay. I'm making it last for the whole episode. So. I was about to stand up for Helga. I, she knew you weren't going to eat it all. I, I still have to host. Okay. So here we are. We've, we've filmed 150 of these, counting this one. That's true. Um, we started this podcast. I thought we'd do a little look back. We started this podcast in January of 2020. Wow, we that's brought true. on COVID. We did. <laughs> we brought on COVID. The world couldn't handle it. So yeah, I basically that's what I always think about when I think about this podcast is I think we started, and I remember, and we always make fun of this, in episode one, we started talking about, our the way we started the podcast was we would just talk about the previous Sunday's message. Remember best, that? Best year ever. That was the series. <laughs> it was called Best Year Ever. The greatest uh, title we ever came up with for a series was in January of 2020. We called it The Best Year Ever. And then it was the worst. It was terrible. Of all time. It might be one of the most well, horrible about, years. I don't know about all time. For us. Yeah. yeah. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. I've had I bet the podcast that started during the bubonic plague. <laughs> <laughs> that podcast probably would be the worst. That one was called <laughs> Best Year Ever. Yeah, exactly. And then it wasn't. <laughs> so, we started off with that iteration. That's my new word. <laughs> okay. Every time I use a big word, Ed likes to make fun I do. Of Last week it was precipice. Precipice. This week I, I, I used iteration. Mm -hmm. But that original form of the podcast, we would just talk about uh, 
the yeah. previous Sunday's message. And it lasted right up till I, COVID. <laughs> yeah, I was gone on you and you and Nathan did a podcast alone mm-hmm. on the week that COVID hit, and I was in Florida. Yes. Yeah. Didn't you have a hard time getting home or something? I, I a little bit. Yeah, I yeah, seem to remember bit. that. Mm-hmm. I so. And then I remember we wound up. It became this thing where we just it, we we talk about that kind of stuff. Uh huh. We talked about that for a while. Yeah. And yeah. then we yeah. weren't even taking questions at that point. Mm-mm. You no. know, we were just. I don't remember when the question part started. I don't. I do remember. Remember the segments that I used to try out. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. The first one was top five. Yeah. Right. Remember top five. I do remember top five. I still have a, a couple of mentions every so often to. Uh, when I did my top five metal bands. Mm. Uh, I'm not going to do that today. Okay. Because okay. uh, there were pe- other people that love metal, and they want to talk to you about it. Absolutely. It brought me out of my uh, closet of m- loving heavy metal. It was like I, 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 I wake something. broke their mold. I broke it. So now they want to talk to me about that. But we also had some, we, you guys each would bring in your top five stuff, and we would just do these random top five. Then we got tired of that. And then we started, then I started this new thing called Headlines. Yeah, we Oh, did yeah, I remember Headlines. You remember the Headlines? Mm-hmm. That went over like a lead balloon. <laughs> sort of like this memory thing's going over right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, the point is, we tried all this fun, what we thought would be interesting, fun, fun funny stuff, and... Turns out nobody thinks Nobody, that. and in fact, people would tell us, we just scrub yeah, through Yeah, we scrub right through where we y'all scrub are. right through that and get to the conversation. And then we actually started getting questions. Mm. And that People where, said they need help. Yes. <laughs> let me tell them what to talk about. And so we sort of settled into this format where people send us questions every week, and we do our best. And we say we're going to answer them quickly, but we never do. So really... We're celebrating our audience for getting us to this format. Well, that's what I was going to say. They're the reason that we are what we are. So have a brownie. Yes, on us. Not on us. We're not paying for it. The only reason you go get yourself something nice. Yeah. Only reason we do it is because y'all tell us to do it this way. So yeah. So we're still waiting on Sydney to send us something. If she does, we'll have her send you something. Really? Making all kinds of promises. I know. (laughs) I'm like, dang. Ed's just getting out there. We only have three viewers. It won't be hard for me to drive it over to their house. (laughs) Good, because I ain't doing it anyway. This is starting to feel like every meeting that we're ever in. I'm finishing my brownie, but but, but as I'm... We do have a question today. Okay, good. Now... Are you going to get to it? mm Mm-hmm. Are we going to continue? You ready for it now? In 2021, we had this happen. No. So here's the question. And I've never, we've never had a question quite like this before. Okay. Saved it for 150. I did. It's very unique. Quick and to the point. All right. I think we will answer it that way. From a Christian perspective, what is your opinion on prenuptial agreements? Wow. (laughs) That's a great question. From a Christian perspective. Yeah. Well. Is there a second perspective I should be giving on this? I'm just saying. If, no. The only way to get a Christian's perspective is to get it from Jesus, and the only words I would have from the Bible, and those things weren't mentioned in the Bible. Yeah. I can I'll confidently say I have not given this much thought. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> That's about all I can confidently say about that one. I've really not thought about this very much. 
I would want I would I It is one of those things that I've never had to deal with personally. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say is I would once again because it's just I'm just thinking what a riveting episode we have saved for number one fifty. <laughs> I take the questions as they come oh, okay. in. Okay. This right. one was next in line. <laughs> we haven't thought much about your question and we don't have an answer. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna give an opinion. Oh, okay, good. Yeah, Maybe. that's what I was gonna say is I mean, I guess if what you mean is you know, I, I would have to have a conversation with the person who's wanting the prenuptial agreement. And like with anything, I'd ask, once again, for clarity's sake, why is it that you want one? Mm -hmm. Is why you want one because you think there's a possibility or a chance that you're going to get divorced and that I'm guessing, I don't, honestly, I don't know tons of what goes into prenuptial agreement. I'm guessing primarily it's financial. Financial. That it's financial, it's property, it's 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 you know liquidation of assets and those kind of things, is and and my primary goal is I want to make sure I'm protecting my financial status or place or you know property or any of that. I would just caution anybody who's going into marriage that way. Uh, that's not a great foundation to start a marriage on. It if sounds I, distrustful. It starts. It, it sounds distrustful. Uh, and it sounds like entering in uh, to marriage as a contract. We, I think we've spoken on this recently yeah. in the last year or so. But the marriage is not a biblically marriage is not a contract. It is a covenant. Uh, you know that it's not a if you will then I will, and as long as you do I will. Which is what a I mean a prenuptial agreement. I, I once again I'm not a lawyer. I have to assume it is a contract by its nature. Yeah. It's two people agreeing if this partnership dissolves. And it sounds very. Um, corporate to me that if I was doing like a limited liability partnership with another I might have a dissolution part of the contract those would be my those would be my thoughts is that marriage is about me promising not only to this person and really not only to God but when, when, once again, in Christian marriage, I am promising to my community of believers, you can hold me accountable to be a husband. You can hold me accountable to be a wife to this person until one of us is dead. That that is the promise that we're making to one another within this. Well, that's not really a contract. Uh, that is not how any contracts work. So to me... Uh, I would just, once again, I don't know that I would say it's sinful. I just now, don't know that, was, that it's wise. My opinion on that was exactly right. I was going to start right there. I can't say one way or another about the you know, morality one way or the other, but I do know that it signals to me some things. If someone says, this is what I think is best for me going into a marriage, because the way, when I, when I counsel couples, one of the things that I constantly hammer on is when you, when you, said your vows, you said we, the two would become one. Right. And what does that mean? Well, you know, even Paul said, that's a mystery. I don't proclaim to understand it, but I know what it's, I know what one looks like. Right. I, I know two becoming one means that, you know, we, we don't, we don't now, we don't continue to hold things separately. We, we blend two lives together. Right. And so whenever somebody starts a marriage with that as, a, well, maybe we need to have a prenuptial agreement to protect my money, it says to me, it's like, it's like that old uh, preacher story that I heard about uh, some guy who got baptized, and when he went down into the water, he lifted up his wallet 
and said, I don't want that. I'm not giving that to Jesus. Right. And it, so it says, I'll give you everything but this. This right. is the one thing you can't touch or you and I aren't going to well, share. Well, I think that comes from that old uh, Roman soldiers getting baptized with, with their sword, sword arms like, yes. so they could still kill people they, because yeah. they knew Jesus wouldn't want them to kill people. Right. So taking that image into account, that which is what I think about when people talk to me about that prenuptial agreements, it, it says to me, Two are not truly becoming one right? because they are not sharing all things in common. And so, like, I think you just said it, Nathan, that doesn't sound like the definition of marriage. Again, I'm not, you know, you might have one, and, and it might work out fine for you, and, and I'm not saying you're going to hell for doing it. Right. I would just say that it doesn't sound like what the definition of marriage truly is when that's in play. Yeah. And there may be something else going on that we don't know about. Exactly. I, I can only think, I've only known two people personally, not pub, not in the world, but just that I know, that I could have a conversation with, that I know were involved in prenups. Both of them were second marriages. Both of them had children that they wanted to do a prenup to protect their children from the previous mm. marriage okay. because they had assets. And... Uh, the way the one did it that did it well was he basically rid himself of a good bit of assets and put in trust for those children. Yeah. Okay. okay. So yeah. then everything else he had, he shared with his, right. his spouse. So it was saying, I do have these obligations over here that sure. I feel like I am obligated to do something for that were before you. Right. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to take care of that. But then everything else I have, the other one I know of, uh, was handled with the same kind of way, both with previous things protected. It was done very poorly. And even though the marriage lasted for a good while, the problem that presented itself in the prenup of, I don't really trust that you would care about my family as much as you care about mm -hmm. yourself, that lack of trust of this person for the other person will eventually led the person who wanted the prenup to be the one that screwed up the marriage. Wow. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it wasn't the person it wasn't the person they thought they couldn't trust. They were the person that couldn't be trusted. So it was a, a sign of something in yeah, the very yeah, beginning. That's exactly right. It was hmm. a sign that one even though that marriage lasted a good while, it became clear that person had an issue that later came out. So again, yeah. From a Christian perspective, again, you have to start with the definition of marriage, which you all have both done, which is more, it's a covenant, it's not a contract, which again, you know, one of the most offensive weddings I've been to continually talked about is just a legal thing, it's just a tax thing, it's just a, well, it is as if you're not Christian. Yeah, yeah and that's what I was going to say is I think, and I honestly, and I think, you know, we just had a question earlier on filming this, and so it was a couple episodes back. But we've been having questions as our world, honestly, um, I think marriage is mostly unintelligible, and this probably is very offensive, outside of a Christian context, uh, because marriage, in a Christian point of view, is the dying of two people to become one. It's, it, it, is, it is, even the thing that you had kind of alluded to of the person, I'm going to um, kind of empty some of my assets so that I can take care of the stuff and that the money is not my primary thing. That is, oh, I mean, 
and I know this is not the point, but what it brought to my mind is, you know, Christ coming to earth and saying, I'm going to empty myself of some right. of these privileges, that there is a way, and Paul says it's a mystery, and he says, but what it is, it's, it's like Christ with the church. It's like Christ, church. It's like Christ and the church, right. which Christ right. comes, he empties himself of all his privileges, yep. takes on the form of a person, dies to purchase the church as his bride, that all of this is a part of it, and that in the in the, I, I hate to use the term secular, but in the non-Christian world, marriage is primarily a contract. It is just two people uh, who are just choosing to say, I, I, and I don't, I know this sounds like so reductive if you're not a believer, and I'm not trying to say this, but for most people, it's just a contract of we're trying to, to, to either kind of bring our assets together or there's I know a person who told me the reason they're getting married is for the tax break yeah, that's right sure. there's yeah, a tax right. break and there's there's benefits to being married or maybe you have a romantic image behind being ma married and all of it becomes really messy for Christians it is really important beyond the question we had about same-sex marriage or or heterosexual marriage Christian marriage goes beyond sexuality. Christian marriage is uh, ultimately the two people choosing to say we are going to, and man and woman, so I don't want to get into that, but the idea of it is about dying to ourselves to honor Christ, to honor God, to build up the kingdom, that this is another way for me to do that. And obviously if I come into the faith, if I become a follower and I am married, there is a way in which I can choose, well, now I'm going to, like everything in my life, make this a sacred thing. I may not have entered into the marriage this way, and Paul talks a lot about that. If you enter in, if you become a believer and you're married, this is how you should handle it. If you're not married, this is how you should handle it. So but what you're saying, Nathan, is this brownie was a picture of my marriage. <laughs> oh, said, the two becoming one. No, yes, the, or, his, the brownie his, was not my own. Yes. Yeah, that's right. That's yes. right. That's right. The, the, my wife owned my, my brownie. <laughs> Part of it. So That's true. Well, right. as my wife always says, what's, what's mine is hers and what's hers is hers. hers. So everything kind of ends up becoming hers in the mean process. But, yeah. So, anyway, I just think when it comes to this, or I think for a Christian, the way I tend to think about the, and this really has come about, we did a series two years ago, and can't remember the name of the series or any of that, so it doesn't matter. But the idea of the reason, the Christian marriage represents Jesus and it, the church. It, yeah. It's to be a picture to the world yes. of right. Jesus' love for the church. Right. And so everything I'm doing with I'm I'm trying to present a picture to the world of Jesus and the church, and so that's how I handle when something goes awry in my marriage. I'm trying to think what's the best way I handle this to represent Jesus and the church. Yeah. Not necessarily what's best for me personally yeah. and my that's needs right. and those things, but what is the best? And what has happened for me now in 42 years of marriage is it is it has been the most formational part of my spiritual life. My marriage and my raising of children, who I am also committed to, has done more to form me into Christ's likeness than almost anything because it it's a relationship that's unlike other relationships. I am committed to it no matter what. And I'm committed to it beyond what it does for me. That's what I mean. Yeah, yeah well that's what if I If it just... never serves me, yes. if it never if it never makes me happy, 
Yeah. I am committed to it for the sake of mm. Jesus committed to me whether I ever reciprocated or not. Now that's countercultural. Right. Yeah, well, that's I'm why. Because I'm telling you, the primary reason for marriage in our culture is happiness. Yes. Right. And I'm not saying I went into marriage with that. I no. did not go into marriage with that. But I did go into marriage with the thought, this is going to be for life. And at some point when you realize, oh, this is going to be for life, and there are things that are not easy, you have to begin to say, how do I make this through? And you have to have strength that isn't. I, I had to have strength that was not my own to do it. Yeah. I would not have and made I, it this far. I think anybody and, who's honest enough and been in marriage long enough would say the same thing. I, I have had to have, and it has knocked edges off of me that were needed to get knocked off. Well, and I think when it comes to this issue of prenuptial agreements, that's what I would bring out to it. If my reason for doing it is like the example that Ed gave, and there are there are some assets that for me to love and honor, not just my spouse, but the family that we're bringing together, that maybe there's a reason to love and honor those people with it, that's, that's possible. If my motivation is, uh, I want to make sure I'm taken care of no matter what happens, I would just say, one, that's unwise because the point of a Christian marriage is that I died to become one with someone else. So I'm no longer looking out for my own interests. I'm looking out for us together. And, and I, would just, I would just argue that there is a way in which viewing marriage that way uh, really leads us more towards a very self-focused uh, marriage. I regularly hear younger people, millennials, because I, I go to their weddings and you hear them say, all the time in their vows, you know, you know, everyone wants to write their own vows these days. I don't know if you've noticed, everyone's got their own. And there's things like, I promise, whereas it used to be like, I promise, you know, I vow to uh, to have and to hold and sickness and and, and it's all of what I, I promise to you. A lot of these now, and once again, if you're young, if you're my age and this offends you, I'm sorry, I guess. But it's when all of the things are, I promise to do self-care. And I promise to prioritize my mental health. And I promise to do this. Those things are not things you shouldn't do. But when those are your marriage vows of what I promise to not let you consume too much of me. And and I've heard people say, I promise to love you as long as it is mutually beneficial for both of us. Mm. And, I, and I've just thought, once again, One. in a contractual, I get that. If my view of marriage is it is a contract for a period of time, as long as it makes me happy mm -hmm. and as long as my money is all fine, I get why that happens. For believers, that is not what Christian marriage is. Well, again, the, the idea that I could love you in some way that would not benefit you is the same kind of thing that when somebody says, I love that brownie. Right. It's, it's what we've gone back to before. I don't love that brownie. I want to consume yeah, that brownie. I want to eat it. That is idea. not love. That's right. That is... That is about me. Yes. We love should. is for the benefit of the thing being loved, the person yes. being loved. So there is nothing I can do for that is for your benefit that's not going to be for your benefit. Right. We should do an episode on that. <laughs> the, that whole idea of self-care, I've, I've been hearing that a lot. Sure. So that's, that's a whole other discussion. Maybe we'll have that one. I, I just Ask I, I remember having a discussion with a staff member that was on our uh, for a long time and was in a particular difficult place and I said to him you know marriage is a contract no lawyer would let a sane person sign mm -hmm. I said the vows that 
you and I took of better or worse. We don't write contracts of better or worse. That, mm -hmm. That's just, yeah. that's a no matter what. Yeah. Yeah. Richer or poorer, mm -hmm. sickness or health. Well, that covers the whole gamut. Yeah. Yeah. I just committed, you don't play a part in this thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I am committed to you until you die. That's not a contract. That mm. is an unconditional commitment. Yeah. Amen. So, thanks for putting up with our uh, measly 150 uh, episode brownie. It was and, a uh, delicious brownie. It was a Chick Fil A brownie. Thank you. My half a brownie was really good. I had the whole one. I know you did because <laughs> you didn't have lunch with your wife, and <laughs> I did, I did have lunch with, but I, I just didn't, didn't have the brownie. Steal your brownie. Yeah, that's, that's right. True. But I, but I love my wife, and my my vow said that I would give half my brownies. Oh, you did? Yeah. Richer, poor, and all and half sweets brownies. will be split. That's right. And that that's really held true for the whole 25 <laughs> years. I don't I don't know if I've had a, a, a sweet that wasn't in danger of being my split. Wife, the, my wife, our agreement is when we go to a restaurant, I will always try something new so she can try mine and she can get whatever she wants. It's a good arrangement. That's, 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 that's our version. When it comes it. to me and my wife and food, I don't talk about what she eats. <laughs> that's <laughs> she, probably smart. She, I play no role whatsoever in what Becky mm. does. All right. <laughs> Keep sending those questions. I haven't said this in a few episodes, but uh, there's a link in the description where you can send a, a direct question. You can determine what happens on this podcast. You write us. We will do our best to uh, whatever you that want us to do. That is apparently our covenant with you. If you write it, we have to do we it. We have to do it. Soon it will be, the question will be, will you quit at episode 153? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Try us. We will see. So y'all have a great great day, great week, and uh, come back next week. We will have a, a question. I do not know yet what it is. Okay. So a surprise for next week. See you then. Bye.